Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. And as the holidays swing around wherever you're at in the world, we here at the Barker Lounge are happy to say, how are you? Hey, I'm excited because of the holidays, and how many more days do we have till Christmas? But... Even more excited because tonight we talk about friends. That's right, as always, we're bringing it to you guys. But let's continue on with Elizabeth's dad, shall we? The one where Paul's the man. Uh, it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better, folks. Well, for Ross. Alright, so we're gonna start off at Central Perk. Where, as always, it is percolating. And Phoebe has a situation. She kind of seems bummed out. And they're kind of wondering why. And she's like, well, my client gave me these tickets to some Morgan Chase Museum exhibit. They're like, well, what's wrong? It sounds more like it's a Ross thing right off the bat. As soon as I heard museum. Phoebe's like, well, I only got three. And right away, Joey and Jack, Joey, Joey. Chandler and Joey. Oh, I'll give up my ticket. Oh, me too. Not a hard sacrifice for those two, because they're already under the assumption it's something they're not going to want to see. And Ross is not there yet, but he's like, they're like, oh, I think Ross is generous too. He'll give his up. Oh, great. That means there's three tickets, so her, Rachel, and Monica can go. I'm like, okay, well, what is this exhibit? Oh, you know, it's something about, like, lesbian love scenes, um, you know, it's, Now, um, if you're watching along with us, you can tell Phoebe's, uh, kind of embellishing the true purpose of the tickets. They reel them back in. And, you know, apparently there's gonna be a bunch of sandwiches there. Finger foods. Joey's like, what? It's Chandler, because it was Chandler's idea first to give up the ticket. Yep, Joey, you missed out on, uh, what could have been fun for you. But, oh well. Ross comes in. You know, and Joey's like, hey, just want to let you know Chandler got you out of uh, some lesbian love <laughs> exhibit thing, like, making it sound like it was all Chandler's fault. But Ross is like, well, it's okay. He had plans to go out of town with Elizabeth. Yeah, so it doesn't even matter that he's going to miss the lesbian sandwich exhibit. Looks like it's um getting serious if he's going out of town with her. And Monica's like, okay, well... You know, at least she don't have to, you know, her father's going to pay you to babysit, right? I know these parent-teacher conferences can be hard. And so Ross is like, ha ha, okay, can we um, be adults now? Let it go? Uh, it's kind of hard to let it go when it's currently in your face 24-7. And Rachel, and you know, Rachel's like making fun of him too, but Ross is like, well, hey, you know, Rachel's going out with her father. I mean, looks like. I'm not the only one interested in fossils. Mm. Mm, doesn't have the same sting when it comes from you, Ross. And Rich is like, Ross, all it does is remind us that you like fossils. And he's like, well, what, you know, with, with Paul, you know, Rachel has to yell sweet nothings in his ear. And as he's saying this, 
guess who shows up right behind him as the friends try to give him a signal? Mr. Stevens! Paul starts laughing in the background sarcastically, and he's just, Ross is just kind of like... How long were you standing there? So Paul pulls Ross to the side, and he tells him, You know, I was going to accept the fact that you and Lizzie are dating. Oh, that's great. But then I changed my mind. Yeah, you guys can't you can't date each other anymore. And Ross is like, "Well, yeah, what are you gonna do about it? You can't do nothing." About it. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'll call the university and get you fired." Oh yeah, man, with a plan. Thing. He's got a plan. <laughs> so um, yeah, we're gonna have to see how that's gonna work out for Ross, huh? Insert intro. I bet you guessed that Ross shouldn't have made that joke. God, choppers and Mr. Stevens. <laughs> oh, Mr. Stevens. So let's go to the dry cleaners. Yeah, we're going to be spending some time here. But Joey's with Phoebe. And, you know, there's a bunch of celebrity photos on the wall of this said dry cleaners. You and... can tell it's kind of like a mom and pop shop uh, trying to show love to uh, their own personal Hollywood wall of fame. And Joey's bringing his picture, and he just goes up to the guy working there, and he's like, Hey, I'm ready for my picture to go back on the wall. Ah, former customer. But the owner kind of looked at him like, huh? Like, what, what do you mean? You know, I'm a lead in the TV show. My picture, go back up there. Remember me? And Joey, like, raises, like, the headshot of his picture, like, above like above his face. Ah, it's been a long time since he was Drake Ramore. Mm. And he's like, well, show me in the TV guide. You know, it's a Russian. They show me in the TV guide. So he's like, well, it's it's not out yet. Okay, well, then your picture's not up yet. Darn. And as they leave, you know, Phoebe's like, hey, is any of Matt Lauer's clothes here? You know, dirty? Mainly because uh, Matt Lauer's on the wall. So uh, Phoebe, <laughs> being the secret fan she is, decided to be inquisitive. But uh, timing was bad. And now we are going to head over to the museum where Phoebe uh, has the three tickets. And and there's no lesbians or sandwiches. Sorry to disappoint <laughs> you, Joey. But it looks like they're having a great time. They're talking about their plans for the weekend. And, you know, Rachel's talking about how, yeah, you know, Paul has this great surprise weekend for me. And, you know, and Phoebe's like, oh, you think he's going to tell you he's gay? Uh, Phoebe, he's not gay. Uh, Swing and a miss. <laughs> yeah. But listen to this. and then have the wedding ceremony right over here. You know you could get married here. Mm-hmm. This would be a beautiful place to get married. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't put the aisle there, and I would never have the ceremony there. You'd, you'd have the ceremony under this big, beautiful arch. May I help you? Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. It's just such a beautiful space. Do you do a lot of weddings here? Yes, we're very popular. There's a two-year waiting list. Sorry. <laughs> Monica, you should totally put your name down for this place. What? Are you crazy? Getting married? I'm not even engaged. No, but there's a two-year wait. And then what if you get engaged in two years and then you've got to wait another two years for this place? That's four years. Chandler's not going to wait that long. He's going to find somebody else, you know, someone someone who did put their name on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know it can't hurt to put your name down. But if in two years you're not engaged, you just don't use it. Well, I mean, I guess there is no harm in putting my name down. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it, too. <gasps> Me, too. <gasps> Mary. I don't know. I don't have anyone right now. You know. Oh, Eves. Don't be 
feel too sorry for me. At least my boyfriend isn't gay. <laughs> Phoebe, that's not really... Don't even get me started on yours. <laughs> they're all going to add their names to this two-year waiting list in hopes that maybe one of them will get married. <laughs> Nothing like hypothetical hopes and dreams. And uh, I love how Phoebe's egging it real strong that, well, if you don't put your name, you know Chandler's going to find somebody who, who did put their name on the list. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's so eager. Right? And really, you're going to keep saying Paul's gay and yeah. No. But anyway, let's head back to the dry cleaners where, um, Joey looks like in between time he had probably already given his tape as a sample for the owner to see his show. And he comes in saying, so did you watch the tape? Yeah. And? I don't like it. It's very offensive to my people. What do you mean? Yeah, the Russians, you know, make it sound like terrorists. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know that's a very terrible accent. But he's basically offended by, you know, Joey's show, and he doesn't want to put his picture on the wall. I love how Joey tries to use uh, the other actors' movie roles as a defense. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, what about Air Force One? There were terrorists in there. They were Russian. Aww. And he's like, Harrison Ford, right? And he's like, well, he's a loyal customer. He brings his clothes. You bring nothing. <laughs> now I just made him sound Italian, huh? But, uh, yeah, so pretty much Joey is not going to get what he wants right now. So... That sucks. But let's head over to the cabin. Now, this cabin where Ross and Elizabeth are out for, you know, their weekend getaway happens to be her grandmother's cabin. You know, it's passed on to the family. And also the perfect place for a secret sexy rendezvous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ross kind of, they start getting all cute because they're talking about how, oh, it's the only thing my grandmother left me. Ross is like, oh, yeah. My grandmother gave me her eyes. Well, not, not literally. Not like, literally, because, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be bad. So he tries to, like, explain it, but then he kind of stutters. So he's like, uh, you want to make out? So they start making out. But then, in the middle of, like, what you would think is about to be sexy time, Ross is like, hey, I'm just thinking about your dad. Uh, okay, whatever helps. Yeah, that's not a turn on at all. Um, okay, so anyway, so he just basically freaks out because of the fact that what his dad said about him getting fired. And yeah, it's kind of got that in the back of his head as a constant reminder that he shouldn't be here and that any given time, Mr. Stevens could just, I don't know, maybe knock on the door, bust into the cabin. And Elizabeth's like, well, you know, so what? It's one, one more person we have to hide our relationship from. All right, cool. So Always erring on the side of positivity, this one. But I uh, can't blame Ross. The paranoia is real. So she starts to, you know, they start to make out again. They get, like, hot and heavy. And she's like, did you bring protection? And what are there bears? <laughs> and Ross, she's like, no, you know. Oh, oh, no. Oh, the more uh, logical response. <laughs> He's like, no. That kind of protection. Context is amazing, folks. And he looked at her like, did you? No. <laughs> So he's like, all right, I'll go to the store and get some. And she's like, no, 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 I'll go. And he's like, no, I'm the guy. I'll go out and get it. And she's like, do you want to ride my pink bike? Uh, okay, never mind. So she leaves. 
right? And she tells Ross, go ahead and get ready, go in the hot tub, meet you upstairs, blah, blah, blah. Ross starts to strip his clothes, but he suddenly hears the back door. And who is it? Well, it's definitely not someone uh, offering a pink bike for him to ride. It's Rachel and Paul. Oh my God. So Ross is freaking out like, crap, what are they doing here? What do I do? Ross is in his boxers and a tank top holding his jeans or his pants it's like okay kind of just like shuffling around the room awkwardly it's like where do you hide especially when you don't know the layout of the room that's rough oh yeah so we'll come back to that meanwhile at monica and chandler's apartment Monlers. yeah you know chandler's just sitting at the dining table but you can tell he doesn't want to answer the phone as it's ringing and ringing till we get to the answering machine yep we're not here gonna get his attention now hi uh, this is hildy from the morgan chase museum there's been a cancellation and we were just wondering if you were still interested in the bean geller wedding uh chandler looks shocked so he gets to the phone and he like tries to answer quick before she can hang up no this is chandler bing this is chandler bing yes the groom i mean no the groom <laughs> hangs up the call <laughs> And back to the cabin we go. Rachel and Paul are, you know, making their way to the living room, and Ross is now currently under the couch. Yeah, I feel like at this point, it's just going to be us going through a checklist of hiding places that Ross hasn't hit yet. Yeah, and, uh, you know, as they're getting all cute, because Rachel's like, how nice for their little weekend getaway, which is her and Paul. Drops something, and as she picks it up on the floor, she sees Ross. Under the couch, and freaks out. Ah! But it was a mouse, a rat, the, uh, the, a bear? the bear. Honey, there's no bears out here. Oh, okay. Well, um, um can you uh, get me something? Um, can you give me a coke? Uh, yeah. Way to de-escalate the situation extremely quick. Let's go from bears to coke. So he goes to get a coke, and she's like, "Ross, what are you doing here?" But then Paul comes back already, like... Ah, you were really fast with that icing. Coke there! Hey, ice. You forgot ice. So he goes back to get the ice. And Ross is like, you and your ice. Okay, you gotta hide. You need to, like, go somewhere. Go in the room. So then Ross, there's, like, the, the first door he sees. He goes there, and he's like, did you really see bears? Seriously? Wait, really? That That's the main... <laughs> some <laughs> of your fears important. right now? And so, you know, he's in the room. He's safe for now. And then Paul and Rachel get back to where they're at, and then Liz comes into the door. Here I am. Paul's like, uh, uh, oh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth's here. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing here? And how'd you know we were here? And Liz, oh, yeah. uh, just coming to study, Dad, yeah. by myself. No big deal. There's definitely not a man in your room. What? <laughs> Rachel's like. Oh, she must have seen the footsteps leading up to the closed garage. Yep, yeah, okay. But, anyways, at Monica and Chandler's apartment, yet again, uh, Monica comes in, you know, and Chandler's just sitting there looking a little frantic, given the news he just heard on the answering machine. I mean, who wouldn't be paranoid after that? You just got signed up for a wedding you knew nothing about. Yeah, that's a little creepy. Foreshadowing. And, you know, Chandler's about to leave. He's like... See you later. And she's like, wait, 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 I was gonna make you dinner. Well, at least ask. Or at least wait for me to ask. <laughs> Context. So he leaves, 
And then Monica checks the answering machine, and she hears the same message. And she's like, oh, no, 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 please don't hear it. Please tell me you didn't hear it. And then you hear and you catch that part where Chandler's like, this is Chandler Bing, this is Chandler Bing. No! <laughs> yeah, Monica, I don't know how you're going to get out of that one. But let's go back to the dry cleaners. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, Joey comes back. But guess what? He brings clothes. Well, Joey figures uh, maybe if I'm a paying customer, this will have my chances of getting on the wall. Can we also talk about how he just brought in a bunch of clothes that are not even in a bag? He just like, here you go. <laughs> All these loose clothes. Probably not even dirty, honestly. Right? He's like, um, hey, um, I'm ready to put my picture on the wall. Is the owner here? He's like, there's a lady there. She's like, he's not here right now. And Joey's like, oh, man. But you know, there's more than one way to get your picture on the wall. Hint, hint, wink, wink. There's two. And he's like, oh, maybe you and I get some drinks. You're, you're, you're the other person, right? <laughs> she shakes her head like, uh, yeah. So let's head back to the cabin because uh, we're trying to figure out what's going on here with Liz now. Paul's like, so are you staying, Lizzie? Uh, oh, no, believe me, I'm going to leave. But I just got one more homework problem. <laughs> And uh, shout out to our lovely uh, background dog there. <laughs> Studio dogs. Uh, but she's like, I need Rachel to help me with this. Upstairs. And Rachel's like, oh, you want me to help you upstairs? Away from uh, sight. Okay, well, I'll help you if, uh, and she's pointing at Paul, if you go get me something from the car, what do you need? Surprise me. <laughs> Yeah. So she's like, all right, so we're in, the ne- in this moment. You guys can see Rachel's purposely like raising her voice. Well, we're going to be upstairs, and you're going to be in the car, and that's where everyone's going to be. So Ross could hear, right, like give him an opportunity to maybe. It's like echo location, except louder. Right. So they go up, but then Paul, before going to the car, wants to, you know, he decides to, hey, let me put my luggages in the room first. Oh. Okay. And that's, by the way, dad's bedroom. <laughs> so, as he Let goes in... Let me put some in, extra emphasis on that. Dad's bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> as he goes in there, you guys could see Ross quickly hiding behind the door, hoping Paul won't see him. And you have to watch this part because it's really funny how Ross just, like, slides. slides I've never seen a human being become a slinky until this episode. <laughs> Uh, well, in this moment, uh, he's under the table, and Paul is starting to talk to the mirror. Yeah, so he's just kind of like, you know, talking to himself. It's just him. Ross is observing this, and he's like... It starts to get uh, really personal. He's like, it's okay. She likes you. You're cool. You're a great guy. Yeah, like you look good. I don't know he's he's kind of like uh, reaffirming <laughs> himself, uh, giving himself a confidence booster. But then it just starts to get really weird. He's like, I am a neat guy. And I, too, am a love machine. Maybe that's his personal mantra for the cult he just signed up for? And doesn't he do a little dance? I'm just a love machine. Hey, baby. And then he does that with that muscle whole thing. Right? Again, Ross is witnessing all of this from under the bed. But we'll find out about that later on. Let's head over to Central Perk yet again. It's still percolating. Where Monica comes in and Phoebe is there and she's just like, 
Chandler heard the answering machine. And she's like, oh my god, how bad is this? And Phoebe's like, well, regular guy, it's bad, but for Chandler, oh dear god. And she's like, well, I can't find him, and now he's freaking out, and, oh, and you and Rachel, and you know, I couldn't listen to you guys anymore, and oh, what harm can he do? Well, why are you freaking out? Well, that was a lot. She's like, I'm not listening to you again. Well, Rachel said that. Well, Rachel's not here. Monica's freaking out, so she's like, all right, I'm out. Now, back at the dry cleaners, Phoebe and Joey go back in to see his picture on the wall because Joey was told that someone else can. And it looks like the fruits of his labor have paid off. Except for the little extra writings on the wall. <laughs> uh, they see his picture and it says, uh, Joey, why'd you write son of a bitch? <laughs> why'd you write that? Hey. And then the owner's like, hey, son of a bitch. Okay, well, it's you. Let's ask this guy. Well, why'd you, why'd you do that? Because he went out with my wife. No, I didn't. I went out with her. That's, That's my wife. <laughs> oh, Joey. Why didn't you ask? Why? But back at the cabin, Liz is about to find Ross and try to escape. But um, I don't know if this plan's going to work, so listen to this. see each other anymore. <laughs> Ross, you and I are going to have to have a little talk. Daddy, uh, You're next. Okay. I didn't know he was here. <laughs> Just see if I got this straight. I tell you to stay away from my daughter or I'll have you fired. What you heard was, take my daughter, come up to my country house and ruin my weekend with Rachel. Okay, please, please, Paul, just let me explain. No, let me explain. Fired! <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Have me fired. But, uh, I want you to know that you and I are, are not all that different. I mean, I, too, am a neat guy. <laughs> I, too, am just a love machine. <laughs> Ross. Let me show you where the guest room is. got caught <laughs> but he called him out on it and uh it looks like paul came around after uh ross exposing him with the 
I'm just the love machine. And I won't work for nobody but you. Alright, so let's head over to Monica and Chandler's apartment. And, uh, Monica's worried, you know, and Chandler comes back and she's kind of like, she already knows where he went because obviously she heard him answer to the message. And she's like, okay, before you say anything, like, don't freak out. I'm really sorry. You know, we were just, it was just a really beautiful place. We were just doing it for fun. It's almost like she was trying to put a band-aid on it before the, it became a situation. And, you know, he, he's, she's like, there's no pressure. Um, and he's like, and it was just Phoebe and Rachel, you know. And, and Chandler's like, Phoebe and Rachel? So people that knew were Hildy, Phoebe and Rachel, and Starlight Magic something, who's apparently available. Starlight Magic 7? Some band. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm not ready. And you can tell Chandler's like freaking out. And Monica's like, look, I know, I know. I'm sorry, okay? Like, I'm not trying to do this to you. I know we're not there. Like, you're not ready. Chandler's like, okay, because you know I'm not. Okay, we're good? We're good. Monica's like, I'll be back. I'm going to go tell Joey now because he was worried too and you're trying to look for you. So Monica leaves. Phoebe comes out of the room. Did you see the place? Yeah. So you're really going to propose? Yeah. (gasps) Cue audience clapping. Which heads us over to the last scene of the episode. More to come on uh, Chandler's plans there. But we're going to end the episode at Central Park. It kind of makes me wonder, though. Was the whole accidental wedding, Mm -hmm. like, uh, chapel location and all that part of his plan? Or did that just actually end up being, like, convenient for him at around the same time that he was actually planning to propose? You know what? I'm going to go with your second theory there, but I don't want to spoil any beans yet. But, uh, yeah, I kind of maybe, maybe see wow words but at central perk joey is going in for some coffee and he's at the counter you know because they're not really hanging out it's just him and gunther's like hey table whatever needs for coffee and joey's like yeah i know i didn't know the number and joey's like uh i just came to order coffee um you know i don't work here anymore right because because gunther's like yeah you, you don't work anymore yeah, I quit like a long time ago. Huh. Well, I was going to fire you anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and that ends the episode. If only all firings could be so lackadaisical. Hmm. Oh, all yeah. right, everyone. Now it's time to do what we do best and slide into our thoughts and opinions of this episode. Chris, what did you think of this? I definitely thought this was just as funny as the last episode, mainly because... We got to see uh, the other side of Mr. Paul Stevens, you know, uh, Mr. Overprotective Dad, very serious. Just turns out he's trying to be a neat guy. Yeah, who's also a love machine. But I thought that was really hilarious how, you know, it went from him not liking Ross and the relationship with his daughter, for obvious reasons, and then from Ross and Lizzie to, you know, having a getaway weekend in hopes that they can have privacy to, uh, hey, this became a double date weekend. Here's the guest With room. With your dad. Very weird. Yeah. But uh, can we also talk about the fact that Liz also tried to throw Ross under the bus when he tried to talk to <laughs> Ross. When he caught him, he's like, Elizabeth's like, oh, by the way, I didn't know he was here. Wow. wow. Really, Elizabeth? I thought you said through thick and thin. Homegirl. But... 
I just thought that was pretty much the main funny parts for me of this episode. Uh, obviously with Joey and trying to get his picture back on the wall. Why at a dry cleaner place is so special to him is uh, beyond me. The things we do to keep our accolades. Maybe because of celebrities there. I don't know. But he tried. He definitely tried until when he last tried it was uh, the owner's wife. <laughs> um, but also why didn't she say she was married? Mm. Yeah. Well, would know. you if you were trying to go out with a celebrity? That's true. <laughs> and she did look a lot younger than <laughs> But anyway, now the other punny, punny, funny part for me was Phoebe and Rachel and Monica going to the museum. You know, um, obviously they're just trying to have some fun, and you know, Phoebe kind of keeps hinting that Paul's gay, or you know, like, hey, let's put our name on the list. But it's kind of cool that they incorporated that in the episode, so we got a little bit of everybody in here. Um, but I love how, like you said, it went from, hey, let's put our name to the list, to Chandler freaking out, to the end, where it uh, looks like we're about to unveil some more happenings with Chandler and uh, proposing plans. So overall, pretty good episode. I like this, and I'm excited for the next. Your thoughts? Not even going to hold y'all. This episode was hilarious and easily one of the best episodes of season six. A mm-hmm. uh, shout out to uh, Bruce Willis for really hamming it up with uh, his Paul character. And yeah. uh, this is definitely like probably the best of the Paul arc, at least in my opinion. Because I know this isn't going to be the last we see of him just yet. But uh, we are all just love machines. And mm-hmm. We don't want to work for anybody but you. <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, you didn't think I was going to go the whole episode without getting one of those in there. <laughs> but uh, uh, other funny moments for this one definitely include uh, the wedding freakout because I can't think of a sane person <laughs> within their right mind who wouldn't be a little ah! if someone just called them with an entire wedding reception <laughs> in the works. Oh, so I uh, can understand. Uh, Chandler's craziness, but also respect his craziness because turning that around and using it uh, to his own favor as part of his own future plans was a slick move. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how that all pans out in the coming episodes because something tells me the close of season six is going to get really matrimonial. Mm hmm. Last but not least on this episode, a special shout-out to all of Ross's hiding places. Because, (laughs) wow! Gotta give some extra credit to that man. It was amazing watching him just sneak right Uh out of range of Palm (laughs) multiple times. And I know he didn't mention it because it was in our clip, but it went from what? Under the couch, under the bed, but then under the nightstand table? Like, how did he fit in there? That was a little, uh... Mainly without being heard. Well, you gotta imagine, like, the room's, like, deathly quiet. How do you not hear someone, like, shuffling to get under the bed behind you? Yeah, for real. But, hey, when you're, like, too busy practicing your love machine moves in the mirror, you're like, you miss a lot of things. (laughs) But, you know what you won't miss? The next episode of the Barker Lounge, which will hopefully be coming soon to your eardrums at the end of this week. But until we get to that magical time, Chris, tell them we can find out some info about us. You can find us on our Instagram page at 
The Barker Lounge, where we post all our episode releases and all listening platforms are located in our bio, so follow us. All right. Remember, everyone, stay safe, stay sane, and most importantly, do something you love because you're awesome and you definitely deserve it. But more importantly than any of that, remember, we'll We'll be be there there for you. you with some love machines. This time, you gotta put me back on the wall. Uh, I'm sorry? What, what do you mean? It's my best role yet. I totally did everything you told me to do. Uh, I went out there, I uh, promoted myself, and uh, I finally got uh, the big, I got the big who, role. It's who, great. It, what, it's me, you? Anthony. You know, from uh, As the Tide Turns. Anthony. Daytime drama star. You, you know what? You show me here in the TV guy because I don't know who you are. I don't you know see, you. see I'm, I'm right there next to Steve Google. Uh, you, know, you just want to go down like two pages, then you have a quarter number to the left. Is it even out yet? Are you even here? Look, there's a blank spot on the wall. You could just put me right there. No, no, no. See, Please!
That's for people. That's for special guests who actually bring. It'll help in, my portfolio. You know, they bring in clothes and business. I'll shine your shoes. You know, what else can I add to your business? No. Do you want me to get inside you know the washing what? machine? Maybe, maybe you I'll get show inside me a the tape. You gotta machine. bring me a tape, okay? Can I get show out, it to you out, from out, inside the out, washing out. machine? All you gotta do is press the start button, please. Get out of here.